I'll be speaking shortly on the, on the theme, giving for God's cause. Giving for God's cause. Shall we pray? Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you this morning for your goodness, your graciousness, your love, your mercies that are bound to us. We are here because of your love. We are here because of your grace. You have brought us before your feet and we are coming to hear your word. I pray that your word will come with its power. That our hearts will be open to receive your word. That our souls and spirits will, will imbibe your word. I stand in the name of Jesus and push far away from this place. Any noise, any resistance, any hindrance to your word. I pray that your spirit will be in all and over all. Let your spirit be in charge and take full control. I hide myself in the blood and I pray that you grant me utterance to speak your word without any ambiguity. Let your word come like the hammer and break every rock in our lives. Let it come like fire and burn every chaff. In Jesus' name, amen. We are reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 8, 1 to 6 and chapter 9. 6 to 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, 1 to 6 and chapter 9, 6 to 8. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Now I want you to know, dear brothers and sisters, what God, what God in his kindness has done through the churches in Macedonia. They are being tested by many troubles and they are very poor. But they are also filled with abundant joy which has overflowed in rich generosity. For I can testify that they gave not only what they could afford, but far more, and they did it of their own free will. They begged us again and again for the privilege of sharing in the gift for the believers in Jerusalem. They even did more than we had hoped. For their, for their first action was to give themselves to the Lord and to us just as God wanted them to do. So we have urged Titus, who encouraged your giving in the first place, to return to you and encourage you to finish this ministry of giving. Since you excel in so many ways, in your faith, your gifted speakers, your knowledge, your enthusiasm, and your love from us, I want you to excel also in this gracious act of giving. Chapter 9, 6-8. Chapter 9, 6 to 8. Remember this. A farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop. But the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. And God will generously provide all you need, all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. As the scriptures say, hallelujah. As I only read the A of verse 9. 
So giving for God's cause. You know, church, the resources, all the resources in the universe belong, they belong to God and are traceable to people. So the resources are for God and they are in the hands of people. So people make various endeavors possible through giving. People give for the right, all the right and wrong reasons. People give to the, their football clubs, their old student groups, their political parties. They give to victims of disaster. People give to terrorists. People give to the LGBT plus plus um, movement. People give to groups that are fighting religious beliefs and rights. People give to all sorts of things. Virtually, everything is made possible by resources obtained from individuals. So if there is anything that is to be done, it will require resources. And the resources are given by people who possess them. So God expects that the resources in the hands of his children will be made available for the success and progress of his agenda. God has an agenda to prosecute. He requires the resources that are his, but has given to his children, and that he requires his children to give these resources back for the execution of his agenda. It is a documented fact that churches which move locations from place to place lose up to about 50% of their membership anytime they move. Also, members have been known to be attracted and attached to a beautiful church. This means that a stationary church, a church that does not move, which is also beautiful, will retain its members and also attract more members to it. If we indeed believe in the dictum that Assemblies of God has the good and powerful doctrines to build people up. We must do everything, including giving our resources, to make this church nice, comfortable, and beautiful, so that the people we bring in after we've gone on evangelism, after we've gone on missions, when they come, they will be comfortably happy to stay. And also, the beauty of the edifice alone can attract more people to come to God. And when they come, the good doctrine will be given to them. Hallelujah. So the text that we just read show us some important truths regarding giving for God's cause. And there are about four things I want us to discuss. Four. So number one, we realize that from the, the writings, the apostles' uh, uh, writings, we see that Poverty is no excuse in giving to God when there is an agenda for God to prosecute. So in verses 1 to, eight of, 1 to 2 of chapter 8 of 2 Corinthians, he says, Now I want you to know, dear brothers and sisters, what God in his kindness has done through the churches in Macedonia. This church in Macedonia was in trouble. In fact, they were persecuting the church. Some of them have left their homes and they were perching. Some of them were hiding. But 
And because of that, they, had, they didn't have money. In fact, the, the apostle says that they were very poor. Said so they have been tested by many troubles. And they are very poor. But they are also filled with abundant joy, which has overflowed in rich generosity. Will you consider yourself as poor in this church? Or very poor? This agenda before us today, you cannot excuse yourself. Hallelujah. Paul enjoins us today that we have been given the opportunity to bring our resources to make this church what all of us would want it to be so that it will be an emblem of attraction of many into God's house for us to feed them with the word of God. If you are poor or very poor, it can't be an excuse. You must give. Tell the ones seated by you, you too must give. Hallelujah. The good thing is that if you can put yourself in the bracket of being poor, the best way out of that poverty is to give. Hallelujah. Number two, give us to God's cause. Willingly give beyond what they can afford. Look at the two contrasting words. They do it willingly, but they're still beyond what they can afford. So amazing. So, so when you read verse 3 to 5, let's look at it. An interesting uh, text. 3 to 5. For I can testify that they gave not only what they could afford, but far more. Now, these people were very poor. They were eager to give to support the church in Jerusalem because by then, the church in Jerusalem was suffering. They didn't have money. These people too were poor. But they had some joy in them to gather resources to give to Apostle Paul through Titus to be sent to Jerusalem. And they said that they gave not only what they had, but more than they could afford. What did you plan for today? When you were coming, you said, okay, last, last year I gave this amount. This year I'm adding 40%. I'm accounting for inflation <laughs> or depreciation. God says, whatever you plan from, from home today, you have to move beyond it. And it, it, you must do that willingly. So, so I, my duty here as a pastor is to let you know what the scripture says. It says that for those who give for God's cause, if you know those who give to their football clubs, they're able to go and sell their house to support their football those who use their money to support terrorists, they give a lot of money. And do you believe that the people will come here, the people will go out to bring them in, if we are able to nurture them and they stay? Do you actually believe that they will go to heaven, they will escape that dreadful day that is coming? If you believe it, Scripture is encouraging you that give beyond what you have even contemplated. Hallelujah. But can you outgive God? Can you? Give beyond what you are able. Is it God's desire that the resources he has given us, he will de deplete all from our hands so that we become poor? No! You 
ask those who give. Ask. Ask those who give. They always get to give. Ask those who don't. Common scholarship. They are not able to get scholarship. <laughs> Some people, the kind of scholarship they, they get and the kind of scholarship their children get. You ask yourself, say, ah, what, this man, why does he have connection? He has God. And he has been given to God. You, you kept some money. You are just driving and your, your car scratched somebody's back. You spent 5000 to repair. Your car goes and comes. You come and sleep. You just move out and come. You sleep and your throat does not block as though you are dying. And you think it's normal. God has been given to us that when you decide to outgive or give outside what you have even planned, it is not too much for God. When you do that, you know that Abraham, Abraham, God asked him to sacrifice his son. And it was a trial. And God was just observing him. He knows that he loves him. But he was just observing him. And he, he picks his son. And he actually goes ahead to try and kill him. <laughs> God says, stop, stop, stop. Abraham, I, I, I God, I now know. <laughs> Give to God today for God to, to say that, Charlie, I have known you to love me, Papa. Today that you have shocked me. Hallelujah. Give. Give an amount. And I'm telling you that whatever you decide willingly to give, it will not go wasted. It will not be a waste. Hallelujah. When we go and come and see this place nice, when you have left this church, you've gone to adult church or travel outside and you come, you come here and look at the window and say, I contributed to this. <laughs> Some of our fathers and our mothers, this building, the, the main building, they, they contributed to pillars of the building. And when things are tough for them, they come and stand by the pillar and say, God, remember. What are you going to do for God? Don't say that you don't have much. Yeah, look at the amount your father gives you and how much you can save if you are very, very frugal. You can actually save to give to God and God will not disappoint you. Hallelujah. God will not disappoint you. Number three. Give us to God's cause. Graduate in giving until a given cause is completed. They graduate. So they give. They give again. They give again. Until that cause they are pursuing is done. And when that cause is completed, they look for another cause to give. Hallelujah. So look at verse 6 to 7 of chapter 8, 2 Corinthians. 6 to 7. So we have urged Titus who encouraged your giving in the first place to return to you and encourage you to finish this ministry of giving, to finish it. Since you excel in so many ways in your faith, some of you have faith. When we are praying and you stand and you are praying, we know. Yes, so excel in faith. Some of you are gifted speakers. You speak and the church is encouraged. Some of you are knowledgeable. You give words of knowledge. You give sound knowledge when we are having a discourse. Some of you are very enthusiastic. Said Your enthusiasm and your love. I don't have any doubt that GYC will love God. I want you also to excel in the gracious act of giving. 
tap the one by you and say, Excel in giving. Excel in giving. It's good to have faith, good to love God and to be loved by Him and His people, good to, to, to be a good speaker, good to be enthusiastic about God. It is also very, very good to excel in giving. Hallelujah. So last year you gave. The things you are doing, we have not finished. The ones, he said that Paul sent Titus to tell them to finish the ministry of giving. Until we have finished what we are saying we are doing, we can't what? Stop giving. We must graduate. We must graduate. We must graduate in giving. Hallelujah. Number four and the last. Givers to God's cause have the liberty to cheerfully sow for a bounty harvest. Givers to God's cause have the liberty to cheerfully sow for a bounty harvest. Hallelujah. Chapter 9, verse 6 to 8. Chapter 9, verse 6 to 8. Remember this. Tell the ones to tell you, remember this. A farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop. But the one who plants generously will get generous crop. You must each decide. You must each decide in your heart how, you, how much to give. So he has given a proviso here. You are going to what? You can decide to plant small. You will reap small. You can decide to plant big. You will reap big. He said that God does not interfere in that. You can choose to. You are at liberty to, to, to sow small and reap small or sow big and reap big. That is based on you. I will not tell you that God is telling me to, for you to bring any amount. I won't tell you that. But I'll tell you that God is saying that if we believe in this course, completing this house, and, and discipling people here, then give big. And said, as far as, or as surely as the sun rises from the east and sets at the west, you will reap big. Hallelujah. If you choose to uh, sow small, you have not sinned. But it is an encouragement. That's the reason why we preach. So that you'll be encouraged to say that this word, I will choose the latter. I will so big, not small. And God says that whichever way you choose, you are liberty to decide. But then, if you choose big, you get big. If you choose small, you get small. My wife told me that when they were on campus, uh, Reverend Isudanaba came to have a crusade with them. And the organization of the crusade uh, all the campus churches had to bring money. So some of the churches brought small, 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 small money. Uh, campus Christian Fellowship brought about 50% of what they needed. AGCM brought about 15%. Legon Pentecostal Union brought about, let's say, 40%. Or 30%. Some of them brought 0.5%, 1%. Then when the last day, or during the crusade, Reverend Isud, you know, when he comes to campus, he raises a lot of funds. He raised a lot of money. And gave it to them and said, when he goes to campus, he doesn't collect money. So he gave it to them. So now how do they share? They said, okay, agency, how much did you bring? When they calculated for the whole contribution, 15%. Then the church that was 0 0.1, 0 0.5. Then 
They said it according to that percentage. And they said, oh no, you people don't have love. We, 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 are, we are a small church. <laughs> Instead of you giving us big money, they started fighting. That they, are, they have given them small percentage. Th that is how God is. God doesn't force you to give small or big. Choose! He said, but he has told you the outcome. If you give small, the outcome will be proportionate. If you give, if you give big, the outcome will be proportionate. If you were to save some of the money that you are giving from now till December, how much can you raise for God? Think about it. The people who said they started giving when they were young, they always give testimonies that things go very well for them. How much do you desire to give for, to God? Today I came to encourage you. I came to, to, to push you to obey God's word and get the blessings from it. You remember came, that God said that many of us will be richer before we are old. Okay, some of these are the channels through which the rich, riches will come. I want you to bow down your head. You have heard the word of God. Think about it. Thank you. Think about today's word. Think about the word of God that has come. That those for, for giving to for God's cause, poverty is no excuse in giving to God. Givers to God's cause willingly give beyond what they can afford. What it means is that when you dare that God gives you what you have to give him back. Givers to God's cause graduate in giving until a course is completed. Givers to God's cause have the liberty to cheerfully sow for a bounty harvest. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. Talk to the Holy Spirit. Let him lead you into the place of your Two. bounty harvest. Two. Let him lead you to your bounty. Jesus. Oh, talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. The resources you have are God's. And he is asking you to give it back to him to complete a course. When you were coming from the house, what did you decide on? Now that you have heard the word of God, how is your faith challenged to give? Oh, Jehovah. Oh, Jehovah. In the mighty name of Jesus. King of kings. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord of lords. Thank you for your word. Touch our hearts. Bring us to a place of giving by faith and believing you that your word will be established in our lives. Oh, God. God, help us to give to finish this course. Help us in our personal decisions, in our willing decisions. Help us to decide to stretch ourselves beyond what we can afford. To give bountifully so that we will reap plenteous. Help us. Help us. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. 
Help us, Lord. Help us. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.